Here today, gone. Today? The pace of change can be confusing. Then again, it can be inspiring. Every year, Harvard Business School Executive Education helps executives like you build the self-confidence and decision-making skills it takes to thrive on change. Fight change with change. Go. Start by going to hbs.me slash go. That's hbs.me slash go. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Alford All. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Vigorito. Don Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kurzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. And I will be joined shortly alongside uh, Rich as uh, we are in a bye week. So it's uh, the Miami Dolphin bye week show. No action uh, takes place, but still some Dolphin news, which we will go over. And, of course, uh, a lot of games played uh, over the weekend. And uh, that kind of changes the complexion a little bit of the, uh, I guess, the scenario, um, the, the if you want to say playoff scenario, however you want to put it, um, it's starting to shape up a little different, you know, than uh, originally it was. As uh, some teams now are, are winning and, and kind of uh, putting themselves back into the hunt, whereas you thought that they might have been out. Um, and so we will go over all that. Uh, and also uh, today, uh, news from the Dolphins on Jakeem Grant uh, will—he's uh, placed on IR uh, and he will undergo surgery, as we had talked about last night. Um, or last week, rather. But, you know, again, I still, uh, you know, come down to the same notion that uh, it's a little strange and that you just don't know exactly what's what it is. Um, you know, Adam Gates makes a statement today and basically says that uh, the good news is it's not a torn Achilles, but he will undergo surgery to fix the injury and alleviate the pain and the good news is he won't have as long a recovery to get back next year and that's all well and good but what is it like why why is it always such a mystery is it a partial tear they're acting like you know it's not but obviously there's got to be something there i mean if it's just an ankle injury or something else why wouldn't you say that so it's obviously there's a problem with the achilles maybe it's not completely torn and it just has a partial tear and he undergoes surgery. Okay, if that's the case, why not just say that? Why does everything have to be such a mystery with this team? And it, it becomes very annoying. It really does. It, it just, uh, it, I don't see any reason for it. Uh, me and Rich have talked about it time and time again. And, uh, you know, the, the happenings and the way this team conducts itself goes on and on in the same fashion. And, uh you know, and, and that's where we're at. And now, uh, you know, if you look around the league, um, uh, it, it's very strange because the Dolphins have the Indianapolis Colts after their bye week. So next week they're going to play the Colts, who right now are playing some of the best football in the entire league as they beat the Titans convincingly. 
38-10, blow them out. And so now uh, Andrew Luck's playing very well. Um, the uh, the uh, Colts are playing very well. Um, so the timing of that doesn't seem great right now. Um, and, you know, there's a bunch of teams now in the hunt. Um, the Dolphins are actually, they're tied, I think, like a five-way tie for the last wild card spot and but they are actually ahead of most of those teams if you go you know tiebreaker doesn't mean much because you still got six games to play but that, that's where they basically find themselves uh as uh the uh i guess the team that was front running um the the chargers uh takes a, you know, a a bit of a step back in their loss to denver now so um, it, it's strange happenings, but a long way to go, and uh, we'll see what happens with that. So uh, that's basically, uh, in a nutshell, what your off-season, uh, off-bye week was like. Um, so a lot of weird games went on yesterday, and uh, uh, it's it's pretty wide open there, um, with the exception of you know the New Orleans Saints, who just look like they are just on all cylinders right now. Um, a couple more teams come back in the mix. So without further ado, uh, let's get Rich in here and uh, and get his take on it. Rich, bye week, you know, it's always strange. Uh, you, get, you get the breather there. Um, stuff takes place. But, uh, you know, it, it, it just seems, as I said, and I know you feel the same way, you know, we, we, I don't think anybody expected Grant to be back this year. We knew he was out for the year. But why the mystery? It's just a really bad trait they have. I can't stand it. It's the secretiveness of something that everybody else tells you everything. I mean, it's on an injury report. It's, you know, they, they go to the hospital and they see how the guy's doing. I mean, if if we had Alex Smith, they would have said he sprained his leg. Right? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They at the very least they wouldn't have said what it was. Yeah, they would have. They would have. Yeah. You know, maintained uh, the same nonsense. Uh, you're right, and I don't know why. You're right. It's it's just the way they are, um, and I don't see any benefit from it other than to just basically take an arrogance and a shunning to their fan base and to act like they're superior and you know <laughs> almost that, that that's what it is basically. Like you know, and, and don't the, worry about and it. The arrogance. We, the arrogance of the fan base is really wearing everybody out because you can see by the crowds, it's getting sparser and sparser. So keep it up, Ross. You're doing a great job. You know, you're alienating yeah. so many people. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, the, um, obviously they didn't play this week. Uh, but, um, you know, this is something that's been going on for a while now. We've been complaining about it. Um, you know, I mean, they were away the week before. They were in Green Bay. But I know what you're saying. Uh, and, and it's going to, you know, continue to get worse down there. Um, but, you know, they're in a weird spot right now. I mean, they, they they have lost so many players, as we've talked about. I mean, they, they've lost so many starters this year um, that I don't know how you – I don't know how you can really keep it together. Um you know, we'll we'll see what happens. It's also important to note that they have lost how many games in a row now on the road, right? Their road oh, it's, has been it's ridiculous, atrocious, yeah, which, which they're normally yep. good at, right? They were a bad home team, but they used to win on the road. Yep. Now they're losing on the road like crazy. Yeah, it's and it doesn't set up like our road games are the toughest ones coming up. You know, other than New England, we have a lot yeah, of tough road games. You know. 
Is that right? Yeah, let's, let's uh, actually we'll go through it. Uh, now, they won the Jet game on the road, which was great, but I don't think they've won since then. They lost to the Patriots on the road, right? They lost to the Bengals on the road. Um, they lost yep. to the Texans on the road. Then they lost to the yep. Packers on the road. And, and it, it should be noted, too, that, you know, a Rodgers fiery and fuming after that, that Patriots game, so we knew he was going to come out and dominate, right? But it should be noted I don't think they've won another game in their last four or five other than that Dolphin game. I mean, they are playing lousy one. football. Yeah. That was the one, right? That was yeah. the one they, team that, that's the one team that didn't benefit from beating us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and they so they're really not playing, even though they look like they were well, – we've talked about that game, obviously, and we said that, you know, that was a winnable game. They kind of, I think, gave that game away. and uh, But the Packers not playing great right now. Um, so now yeah. you're going to go on the road to Indianapolis, okay? You're home for Buffalo, but you're going to we have two games with Buffalo, so you're obviously going to be there. Uh, home for New England, then you're at Minnesota, home for Jacksonville, yeah, at Buffalo uh, to finish the year. And uh, I mean, you know, it, it, listen, it, I'll be honest with you. When you look at this schedule, right? I think that the schedule was harder in the first two quarters than it will be in the last. Um, yeah, I think it was. I mean, nobody knew that the Oakland Raiders were going to basically stink, right? Yeah. But uh, take, taking that apart, you know, you had Tennessee opening day and at the Jets, Oakland, at New England, you already lost your one in New England, at Cincinnati, Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, at Houston Texans, Jets, at Packers. Now, I think that's harder than – Colts, Bills twice, New England Patriots, Minnesota, Jacksonville, you know, a little bit. Uh, it's not the end of the world, the teams that they have to play, but, you know, I think more important than the teams they have to play are how the Dolphins are playing right now. And, and they have a lot of issues. Their offensive line has a ton of issues, right? And their and quarterback you know, situation. Talking about, well, yeah, they're talking about Tannehill still may be back this week, which not a great spot for him to be back in. <laughs> You know, well, I mean, you know, he hasn't played in what six weeks now. I mean, you're gonna throw him into the wolves like this? It's not gonna be pretty. Well, when you, when you say not a great spot, why? Well, like I mean, you know, well, the most uh, you're gonna be comparing him to Luck in the draft. It's in yeah. Indianapolis. Indianapolis playing the best, one of the best teams in football right now, as far as the way they're playing. You know, right? It's not a good well, spot, and we're going uh, like well, we're going through a gunfight with a knife. You know, well, we have, there's, you know, we have so many injuries. We're so depleted on so many fronts. It, it's going to get ugly. I understand what you're saying, but and here's where I disagree with you on that. I certainly hear what you're saying on it, but at this juncture of Ryan Tannehill's career, he's either healthy or he's not. If he's able to play. Yeah. Then he's got to play, and 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 if uh, yeah, maybe not the greatest, but you know what? What is the great? I mean, that's that's what it is. You know, you got to get in there, you got to play, and if you can't handle going to Indianapolis at this stage, well, you know, I, we're I not talking about. I, I, I you understand know? all that. My point is, Pat, they were awful last week too. So yeah, here's a guy who hasn't played in five weeks, and he didn't even practice last week. So when are you going to make this decision? Wednesday? So he's going to have what? Four days of practice, and he's back. Yeah, no, I hear you. I got you, I got you on that. I mean, I, I hear you on that. If it was any other quarterback worth its salt, I don't think that would come out of your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was any legitimate starting quarterback, like, say, you know, any of the great quarterbacks, 
that wouldn't even come out of your mouth. You know, I know why it does. He's not, he's not I, a great quarterback. That's right, I, I got that. But at you this know? stage, at this stage, Rich, he, you have no choice because I think the Tannehill era is probably coming to an end. So uh, 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 this yeah. is when they need him the most, right? So if you're going to do anything, so. then you got to step up to yeah. the plate and you got to, you got to, you know, you got to do something. Yeah. And, and I got the, you know, the offensive line really poor. Um, but you, whatever, this is, uh, it's not, it's not ideal, Rich, but. If Ryan Tannehill is going to prove any measure of what he can do for the Dolphins at this juncture, it's still his team this year. This is his team. It might be the last time it's his team, but this is his team. And they're struggling, and Brock Osweiler has not been great. He had a couple moments early. They won a few games, uh, you know, And but it, as of late, he's he's been lousy and you know i don't know if you caught the press conference after the green bay game but they're they're killing brock osweiler because he said like you know that they you know they played the the I don't know if they played well but he has to hit guys and, and and this and that and they're killing him but i think he's accurate because i think he was a big reason why they didn't convert i mean they did play well in a lot of areas but he his he was off he had a very bad well, game well. so but he's not, he, you know, he is what he is. I mean, you're not going to get. He is what he is. No. Yeah. You're not yeah, going to get a great performance from Brock Oswald. No, you're not. And the more the team. Right. right. And the more the team, the more the team declines, you know, obviously he's going to have a harder time. He doesn't handle pressure great in the pocket. And he's a very yeah. big guy, so he's awkward at times. I think you've seen that on the missed snap. Not only was it a missed snap, I, I, I don't think he touched the ball. He looked like, like we said, I think he looked like he was on ice trying to get to well, it. Don't you think, so, I think it was a missed snap, not just a inaccurate. I think it was the wrong count, so I don't think he was looking. Yeah, he, he might not have been, but end. my point is the, the recovery yeah. of it. I mean, he didn't even terrible. touch the ball yeah. on the Remember, recovery. Remember, if it was the wrong, if, it was, if, he was like, if he snapped it earlier, like, which I think he did, he wasn't looking. Yeah. He was probably looking yeah. at the coverage. I got and you. looked up the ball's Glove past his head already. So what are you gonna do? He just looks Listen, stupid doing it. I got that part, but yes, yeah. I, 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 I'm you. with you. I I don't mind Brock Osweiler. You know I don't. I think he's fine, but he's fine for what he is. He's fine for a yeah. backup quarterback who's six foot eight, who could come in at times and do some good things. Do I want Brock Osweiler starting sixteen games for my team? No, I don't. I think I don't think he's at that point right now. But I think Brock Osweiler showed that if you have a decent supporting cast, he can do good things. The Denver Broncos were arguably the best team in football, right? And he filled in great. He had super games. They wound up winning the Super Bowl. He didn't play in the Super Bowl. He thought he should have. And you know what? I think they might have still won the Super Bowl if he played. I really do. I think they would have. I don't think Peyton Manning had a great game. Um, and, you know, I think their defense basically won that. So, yeah, I think he could have won that Super Bowl playing there. He then went on to Houston, and you know how that turned out. Back to Denver, and that was like, ah. And you've seen him against the Chicago Bears this year with the Dolphins, and that was one of the greatest Dolphin wins games in the last, 15 years so he can do some things but i can't see him doing it consistently and the team right now has so many issues so that's why ryan Tannehill, if you are able to play you know you gotta play and you gotta come back but uh, again the secretiveness of this team 
What is wrong with him? We don't know what's wrong with him. It's still a mystery of what he's, whether he's going to play or not. I mean, come on. Enough is enough. Yeah. And like you said, is he practicing? I heard he was throwing, right? The last few practices I heard he was throwing. Right. Throwing with no pain. That's the report that I got. Now, you could take that with a grain of salt. Maybe you got another report. That's what I heard, and it doesn't mean anything. Oh, it's amazing. I, I I don't even know how to answer that. Yeah, no, I know. It's just it's just the same crap every week you hear, you know? Yeah. They never tell you exactly what it is. It's a joke. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, this is going to be a mystery, I guess, right up until uh, probably until Friday. You probably won't know whether he's playing or not until Friday. <laughs> and and you got Thanksgiving, right? So this is going to be really weird. I mean, it's going to be dragged out. I personally think that he probably will be named the starter. I mean, you you seem to think he's not playing anymore. You think he's out for the year. I know you've said that a lot. But that's what I thought. Now you're saying there's a good chance he may play this week, but I don't think that means anything. No, I don't think it does either. If he doesn't play this week, I think that I'm correct. I think that it's less sustainable. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, this is the time you're going to buy a week. That's it. You know, you had a you had a full extra two weeks to recover. Yep. Uh, this is the time where now you say whatever you want about it. I know you you know you you think that they well you thought they were going to win whatever games. You know, I mean, say whatever you want, but right now they're five and five, and they have six games remaining, and they're in the hunt for the. I mean, so if you're if you're going to play, now's the time you're going to play. And if he can't play, like you yeah. said on Sunday, well then there's something really wrong there, and he may not. You yeah. may not see him play again for the rest of the year. I kind of, you know, would have to agree with that. I'm hoping for the best, though. I really am. I mean, I'm hoping that, obviously, he can uh, get it together and and play without pain. Because he does win. That's the one thing you can't take away from Ryan Tannehill. When he plays, he wins. He's got a very high winning percentage. Problem is, he really hasn't been on the field that much in the last three years. So, you know, that's very Jim McMahon-like, you know? What good is it if you're not on the field? You know. Yeah, it doesn't make no. it. Yeah, right. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, definitely. All right, take a quick break. We'll come on back right after this. This is Don Nottingham, former Miami Dolphin. You're listening to Pat Capello's Miami Dolphins Legend Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Iberia Tiles, with locations from Georgia to South Florida. Iberia Tiles offers over 3,000 products and complete peace of mind. From tiles, molasses, and stone to wood flooring, Iberia has the solution no matter what the size of your project. Visit IberiaTiles.com. That's I-B-E-R-I-A. And ask for Dave or call direct at 404-409-0746. And Fanatics.com. If you love the Miami Dolphins, then you need to visit Fanatics.com. Once again, that's Finn, P-H-I-N. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legends show with your host, Pat Catello. Joe Town Town, 9.30 on a Tuesday, just to check out the late night record shop. Call it in Boston. Got a composer, got a insane. But when I'm through that I just can't 
Steelers, Patriots pretty much have the front row to their division. Now, I would be very surprised if any one of those teams, yes, I said any one of those teams, don't win their division. And I think the only one that you could maybe make an argument about is Houston, but they have a two-game lead right now. And who's going to catch yeah. them? Indianapolis? I mean, I That's think they're going to win that could. division. Yeah, That's the only, only team that, that could. could and yeah. I don't really see that happening. And, and, I mean, they would have to really – they'd have to get another, you know, devastating quarterback injury and they'd have to almost lose out. And I don't see that happening. Because I think they beat them already in their two-up. Yeah, I mean, at this point, though, they have a two-game lead, and I think they have a tiebreaker there. So they pretty much have to lose out to lose that division, you know? But So, so that looks like that's going to be what what is, you know, the division winners. And, uh, and and then, like I said, you got this five-way tie between the Ravens, the Bengals, the Colts, the Titans, the Chargers look like they have the first seed right now because they're seven and three, and then the Dolphins. So, um, you know, it, it's going to be a mishmash, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, but uh, you know, again, it's a lot of lackluster teams all congested together. There's no question. What do you? What, what's it, the cool? What's what do you think, though? You think you think we'll still be involved in this in three weeks? Well, you know, I think that I think involved in it is is a statement that you could answer yes. But I think that uh, you know that last game in Buffalo obviously doesn't suit right, and and then the New England game. So um, I think the way that they finish the season will ultimately decide where they would be. I'll give you an example. I think if they went, if they went, uh, they won four out of five of their next games, or let's say when they have six remaining, let's say they went, they won uh, five out of six, obviously they would make it. But if they lose that last game of the year, I think that that would probably kick them out. I know that you think that they're, they probably uh, will just tank. But I, I, I don't think their schedule dictates that. You know, I think that the, I think there's winnable games there. We talked about Tannehill. I mean, that's a big question mark. If, if, yeah. I, if I tell you that Ryan Tannehill is coming back healthy enough and he's going to play, if I told you Ryan Tannehill would play the next six games, what would be your feeling? I don't think he's going to be healthy enough, though. I think he's no, no, be, I'm giving you a scenario. He back, he's not healthy enough. I don't, I don't believe that. If he comes in, I still think there's issues. You know what he, what they say is wrong with him. The, the little that they've said does not heal by itself. So I don't buy into this. Well, I'm giving you a hypothetical scenario that he's going to play the next six games. If you want to say that you don't think he's he's going to be very high level play, that's fine. But you know, I'm I'm giving you the scenario now that he's playing the next six games. I'm giving you that. I mean, I think Does that change your thoughts? Yeah, I'm telling you he's playing the next six games. If he plays best-case scenario, maybe you go 500 the last the last six, but I don't think that's happening. Well, 500 the last six brings you to 8-8, eight and eight, and you don't think that's happening. With So if no, I got I this correct, okay, so uh, let me just – if I have this correct right now, you're telling yeah. me that 
I'm giving you Ryan Tannehill is starting the next six games, and you're saying you don't think they're going to go three and three and finish eight and eight. You think they're going to be worse than that. So him starting six, you you think they're going to be say finish the season seven and nine, or you really think they're going to really seven and nine, yeah. Yeah. Really? So you're you're you kind of think yeah. they're going to win one more game or two more games if Ryan yeah, Tannehill plays them? I, I gotta tell you, if I had a gun to my head, I think they beat Buffalo once, maybe, uh-huh. and that's it. Uh huh. Okay, yeah. so you think I, they're going to go six? Yeah. Six and ten. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, does, does that change then if I take Tannehill out of the mix, or you still Osweiler? Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. That mean that mean no wins if they take Tannehill out. No wins. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if your scenario lines up, then there's problems, and there's going to be there's going to be some backlash hard. Then if they if they go six yeah. and ten, they right. I mean, this Gase era, yeah. six and ten right now. Although you have a lot of injuries there, but six and ten finishing the year on that kind of a tank, that that's going to bring that's going to bring harsh results. Correct? Yeah. You would I think. Would bring out the I'm, for sale sign too, but you know, yeah, only yeah. we can push. Well. Yeah, but from the other standpoint now, you know, if he's able to turn this around, but I don't know that, you know, three wins yeah, is going to get you there. I don't think that's possible. I mean, what's what, what's what's the what's the um what's the level of wins? Like how many wins do they have to get to where they can excuse themselves and bring this regime back next year? Probably 3 because of the injuries, 4 for sure. So 8 and 8, 8 and 8 everything's rosy. I wouldn't say rosy. Like eight and eight, I think there's changes, but not to the main hierarchy, not to Gase and that. I think eight and eight, you're okay because of the amount of injuries that they've had. I think you know. I, I think that you might see Burke or somebody like that. Uh, you know, I think you, you. I think you could see some personnel change, but uh, but not you know to that degree. Um, I mean, anything more than that is probably a, a, a very good accomplishment. I mean, let's be honest. If this guy gets to nine and seven, that's a pretty good season for everything that was on the table and all the injuries. You even have to admit that would be pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I don't think it's. I happening. mean, you had them winning yeah. three games. You had them winning three games going into the season. So if they can get to nine yeah. and seven with all these injuries. Uh, that's pretty good. I'm not saying they're gonna, but if they can, that you'd have to say that. That's why I say, you know, eight and eight's probably the mark. But you know, what did Philbin go? How many times did Philbin go? Six and ten, seven and nine. There was a bunch of them, right? It was pretty bad. Yeah, it was a while. You know. Yeah, I don't think he had many winning seasons, and they kept him on, and then, you know, so, and then they gave him an extension too, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Is that the is that the one where they went out and tried to hire somebody and then that was yeah. Sperano, right? That was they did it with both. They did it with both. I think they did it with both. They certainly did it with Sperano. They went out and tried to yeah. get was it Harbaugh or or uh, was Harbaugh it again? Harbaugh or it was a Pete Carroll, I think, with that, right? And then and Pete then Carroll. they. They came they up like, with the, wasn't he like on vacation in Mexico or something? And yeah, they were gonna fly yeah. to Mexico and Pete told them don't come or something. <laughs> yeah, that that's exactly how it went. They were on vacation and, and they were out of the country and then and then that turned out to be an extension. 
Not just we're going to keep our guy. We're giving him an extra year so he won't yeah, be a lame duck. Yeah, that we embarrassed you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That was the honor. And, yes. and I think they did the same thing with Philbin. I think Philbin, they were contemplating a change, and then I think they wound up giving him an additional year that they wound up firing yeah. him and paying him for. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's when they went after Harbaugh the second time, I believe. Yes, yes. So um, the track record of what they do, obviously, you know, uh, it shouldn't come as a shock to anybody right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, at the very least, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, you know, it, it, it it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Now, looking around the league um, this week, the Livian Bell uh, era uh, officially came to an end in Pittsburgh. Um, I had a couple thoughts on this, and, and my thought process has changed a little bit because I've always been the kind of guy that you know felt like, well, you know, if you're under contract, you have to honor your contract, and it's ridiculous to hold out. And anybody that would hold out for you know a complete season, I don't want anything to do with, and and all that kind of stuff. I kind of changed my opinion a little bit, and here's why. Because I was under the misinterpretation that he was under contract, but he kind of he wasn't under contract. He was in a limbo year where they tried to franchise tag him, and that's why he didn't have to report until uh, six days ago or whatever it was. Is because that was the deadline to sign that franchise tag. So. Uh, he wasn't under contract at all. He didn't have a contract, and he was trying to negotiate a longer-term contract, which they didn't want to. They wanted to one-year franchise tag him. Uh, I still think he probably would have been better off to just do that and go for it. But, you know, this comes down to a simple thing, too. The contracts in the NFL are not really worth the, the pen that they're written with. Um, especially for players, no, you, like we've you, talked about. You got to get the money up front. It's all about the signing bonus and, that's and it. what's guaranteed. That's it. And they could cut you any time they want. And I actually heard a. a Mark Schlereth was, was, was talking on a show, and, and he was giving an example of when he was a Denver Bronco, I think it was a Bronco, unless he went somewhere else at the end of his career, it could have been. And, uh, and basically, they would call you in the office on a, on a Saturday and say, listen, we're giving you a pay cut, you've got to sign this, and if you don't, we're cutting you Sunday morning and you'll be replaced and, and out the door, and you basically had no choice. And, you know, so they don't really honor their contracts. The NFL owners is what the point was there, you know. So well, it is a cutthroat business. Yeah, I know it is. But here's my issue with, with Bell. This is why I believe he's wrong. He wanted to be paid more than Gurley, which is fine. His franchise tag was a half a million dollars more than Gurley's making this year. So it was $14.5 million for him to sign the franchise tag. Now, okay. You're not going to get the long-term contract this year. Fine. But you can certainly take an insurance policy out on catastrophic injury for a long-term deal. Okay, that that's available. So he could have done that. He's making half a million dollars more than Gurley's making, okay? Now, remember, he's also in the drug protocol thing. So one more strike, he's gone for at least a year, if not more. Right. So I don't know how much of a leg this guy's got to stand on. Now, what – Obviously, they weren't going to give him a long-term deal, so why not be the highest-paid running back in the league yeah. for a year? You know, it's not, yeah. like they, it's not like he was coming back for nothing. 
I don't think this helps them because I don't know. You think teams are going to be lined up to make them the highest paid running back in the league? I don't think they are, and I'll tell you what. I no. think that there will be teams that are. And the reason why I brought this up, Rich, is because I think this falls into the Tannenbaum type of – I really think it does. So I wouldn't be shocked if the Dolphins are one of the teams that's throwing him a contract offer to bring him in. But here's the point that and – I, and I agree with what you just said. I think that, first of all, any, anybody that sits out an entire year, I got question marks about. I really do, no matter what the situation is. How are you going to make that $14.5 million back? You're not. You're not. You're not going to make it back. You're, You're absolutely never going to make that back. But more importantly, so I understand if they wanted him to play for five million dollars. Okay, I got that. But he was going to be the highest paid running back in the league. Yeah. For one and, year, and, like that's like Cousins when they kept making him the franchise guy. Why not? He was making twenty grand, twenty million a year. Take it. And you know, and there's also and he still yeah. got his contract at the end. You know, there's there's also something very important to be a point to be made here, and that is how important was winning a championship to Le'Veon Bell and his teammates in the Steelers. Doesn't seem like it was important at all because you have Roethlisberger, who's now getting a year older, right after this year. Um, You have a team that. Albeit, I wouldn't say that they are the front runners by any stretch. They're certainly one of the teams that has a possibility to represent the AFC in in the Super Bowl. There's no denying yeah. that, right? And they may not be number one, but they're in the top three probably, and and they have experience and and who knows if it, 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 you know. So so that wasn't a big issue with him at all. It was basically Le'Veon Bell. I forgot about the drug thing, and that's a huge thing, like you said, because one more of that, and that changes things. And anybody who's going to sign him to a long-term deal and pay that type of money has to consider that, right? Especially since he's taking a year off now. So how much is he yeah. going to lose just on his speed and getting back into the game shape and all that, taking a year off, as opposed to, you know, what are you going to do to get to that point? So that's something you have to really consider. And then when you look at the, the whole point of view – of uh, you know what he would have gotten just for the one year. Now, when he goes out in the free agency market, you know what teams are going to be throwing this at him. I don't think it's going to be any of the top tier teams. That's an important thing too yeah. because. Le'Veon Bell plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like them or not like them, there's an awful lot of notoriety that comes from playing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's one of there's the no top teams in the entire league. Now, if he was out playing for, you know, a team that that doesn't get anywhere near the recognition that they get, let's say he goes to uh, you know, even the Tennessee Titans or something like that, he's not going to get anywhere near the recognition he gets playing there. Right, and if you play on a bad team, he could be forgotten very quickly. As you see, a lot of great running backs. There's some very good running backs on bad teams that nobody even you know sneezes at, and so that's an important thing to take in mind too. Uh, I don't think he's going to get any of the big market teams giving him major, major contract offers. He will get that right, because you know the the philosophy of running backs is totally different than it used to be. Totally different, uh, and, and I, I'm a running back guy, but I'm the first one to say this is not a running back league anymore, and you do not need no. uh, a, a, a top running back 
to win in this league anymore. It is it is a quarterback league for sure, uh, but it is not a running back league anymore. And you can win yep. Super Bowls with you know an average running back. Now, if you have a great running back, okay, that's that's all the better. But the running backs that really uh, succeed on a high level also catch passes and stuff. So it's not really like a, a dominating ground and pound game anymore. You know what I mean? Like Todd Gurley or somebody like that. These guys catch passes. You know they're they're all around great back so somebody like that you know important but um you know the days of the you know the running back leagues that me and you both treasure and love uh are gone yep there's no question you know you know i don't think that anybody's going to go out and offer this guy a 70 million dollar contract i don't think it's happening I, you know, I maybe think- a team like the jets or something Somebody silly yeah. like that. But, yeah, you know, well, I, I think you hit it on the head. They will. He'll get yeah. offers, Rich. He's going to get the $70 million offer probably. I don't know how much will be guaranteed, but he'll get an offer. But it's going to be from teams, like you said, like the Jets. Well, I think, it's going, to, I think it's going to be a lot less than he's thinking. I don't think anybody's going to Maybe. give him the crazy the $50 million guaranteed and everything. I don't think that's going yeah, to Yeah, I don't you know, exactly I think you hit it on the head. I think, this, I think this, this move that he made turned off a lot of teams. Yes, definitely, huh, definitely, and certainly the good ones. Certainly yeah, well, the well-run ones and the good is. ones. I don't know who his agent is and how much input he had, but his agent did a terrible job with this. Terrible job. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't great, but you don't know what he was seeing behind the scenes either. So, no, um, I'm not, I'm not you know, totally I don't know. Him, but the agent, the agent should have like told him sign the damn franchise tag, you idiot. It's worth it that million dollars. You know. Yep, I agree. All right, right back after this. Hi, this is Larry Little, and you're listening to the Pat Cotillo Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-307. Six seven three six, or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello.
Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm Pat Catello alongside Rich Van Zandt as we come into the home stretch of our bye week uh, recap for the Miami Dolphins. They will go to Indianapolis. And Rich, I think you brought up a really good point in that in the comparisons with uh, Andrew Luck and uh, and Ryan Tannehill. And I guess that's where um, you know if he does play in that game, you, they, they will go back to and, and harp on. And, and and you know what? I'm okay with that. I, I think that. When you look at the whole, I still stand to what I said. I think Andrew Luck has had uh, more success, but I don't think Andrew Luck has had the success anywhere near where he was supposed to be. I think if you look at that draft, uh, Russell Wilson and even Kirk Cousins have above and beyond uh, surpassed those two. Uh, in, in you know in that draft class, there's been a sure, lot of busts as two. well. And they were afterthoughts. They were both afterthoughts yeah. in that draft. Right. They, they, right. They're, def- they're definitely one and two in that draft. There's no question. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, you know, so that I think that's where that will go. Uh, Andrew Luck. I'm glad to see him back on the field and and playing. You know, uh, playing well. And uh, again, I don't really know what his injury was either. I really don't. That's kind of a mystery too. Uh, what it was that kept him out, you know, that's a very tactical yeah, life. About a year and a half, though. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a strange one. That's, that's just as strange as the Tannehill thing. So uh, it will be interesting there. Um, you know, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think that uh, I think it's a matchup that I want to see, um, but you know, we, we will basically see, you know, how it goes. This is a good opportunity. I know I say uh, each week uh, I want to try to read some of your emails and stuff that people send to us. Um, a lot of times I, uh, I I have them and then I misplace them and I try to remember them. So I'm going to actually read this one, which I have put aside. <laughs> uh, this one comes from uh, uh, Milo or Milo from uh, Lintown, Pennsylvania. Not quite sure where that is. Maybe you do. Uh, basically says, uh, you guys are usually so in tune to the real goings-on of the Dolphins, but you clearly missed the boat when it comes came to the hit on Bobby McCain. It was one of the cheapest shots in a long time and not even a mention from either of you. You know, that, that's actually a very good point because when we finished our show after the Packers game last week, I seen that a couple more times and it did bother me that I didn't even make a mention of it. But looking at that again, and Rich, I don't know, a week has passed by now, so I don't know how how much you've seen it since then or if any, um, but that really was a vicious dirty hit that could have taken him out for the season. And I think he still was in concussion protocol, so we don't really know what his status will be uh, for Indianapolis, but um, was a very, very bad hit. Yeah, that was that was a very dirty hit. Absolutely, it's like yeah, you know we only have an hour a week, man. So we can't talk about everything, you know. Yeah, One yeah. No, there's no doubt. I mean, we we yeah. missed that one. I yeah, it, it, it's it's something that I should have addressed. Um, but uh, you know, again, I think I've seen it more times after that because I was so you know you get caught up in the game and everything, and then um, you know as the week went on, a couple. Um, Memes that come along, and you know, and I seen some highlights well, you know, that, of it. At that point in the game, too, we were so disgusted, too. So yeah, you know, it probably didn't like ring a bell yet. You know, yeah, you're right. It did come at a time where you know the game was really slipping away hard. Um, but uh, yeah. 
uh, again, very, very dirty hit. And, uh, yeah, it's something that, uh, you know, you hate to see, you know, a- anywhere all the way around. And that, that could, you know, that could feasibly end the guy's career. It could certainly alter it. And, uh, you know, I'm yeah, no, really glad that, 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 that he... Was def- that was definitely a cheesy shot. There's no question. Yeah, Unfold so we hope that it. he recovers. And uh, I know he was in the concussion protocol and, uh, you know, hopefully he'll be okay and, and you know, get back to it. Um, now, I guess with Grant being out, uh, you know, the, what, what will they, they do as far as, uh, um, I mean, I guess you'll see Carew, obviously, in, in on the receiving part they of that a lot more. somebody the street to replace him. To, re- to replace him as a, a returner? Yeah. As a, as a kick returner? Absolutely, yeah. They signed a kick returner off the street. Okay. Did you know him or no? Never heard of him. And I guess uh, Drake will probably be back there too now. I guess so. And I think you'll probably see Amendola on a lot more too. You know, on 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 an actual kickoff return. Because don't you have the other well, guy, I Williams? Punt, I think a punt return. You're going to see him, don't you? Punt returns for sure. Yeah, punt for, punt returns for yeah. sure. Amendola will take all of them, I would assume. And then uh, you have Williams right back there. And now I guess they'll put Drake with Williams. And that'll probably Maybe be the way Drake you said. Maybe other running back. What's the other running back that we drafted with the yeah, guy? Bilal, Bilal or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah I, think, I think he would be back there. I don't think yeah, Drake. Makes, not Drake? I don't think so, no. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I Doesn't guess. Doesn't he fumble uh, too much, Drake? I don't want to see my kick well, returns. Well, his, if you had to take his biggest contribution to the Miami Dolphins thus far, it would be that kickoff return. Well, yeah. he got 98 yards for that. I mean, he's very good at, at yeah. kickoff returns, actually. Yeah. So, I, you I, know, know. I don't mind him necessarily doing that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know who the guy they signed. So, if they did sign somebody for that purpose, then maybe you're right. Maybe they're just looking to put this other guy there with Williams and, and kind of go from there, you know. I, I guess. It, 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 it's, it's possible. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, I guess we'll find out. You know, this is a game that I'm, I'm – you know, listen, the week off, having the bye week off, you know, uh, I, I'm kind of ready to get back on the field and see what they're going to do. But, you know, the whole Tannehill thing really has me intrigued right now. So I'm, I'm interested to see that. And I'm also interested to see them go, you know, in Indianapolis and, 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 and play Andrew Luck because this is a team that I think that they should be able to – uh, certainly compete with, and if not, win the game, you know. So this will be a barometer um, from from where, you know, where they are and I think where they're going to finish up. So I, I am looking forward uh, to seeing what product they put on the field. Not just how they yeah. perform, but personnel-wise. <laughs> yeah, I got you. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I got you. How did, they, how did they react after a week off? I think they react uh, probably the same way they always react, uh, sluggish yeah. for the first two quarters. Um, they never <laughs> seem to. They, they never if seem to have a lot of. Listen, if you're if you're the coach of this team, right? Yeah. And your neck is on the line, pretty much so, right? Right. You yeah. would agree. Yeah. Gaze, Gaze yeah. has to think his job's in some kind of trouble right now, right? Would you? Yeah, just I give think everybody the week off. No, I was very surprised by that. Uh, I, I I thought that that was uh, it was a little surprising, but I think the team is so banged up right now 
that he was uh, trying okay, to do a complete. You don't have to go full force, but don't you gotta do? Don't you have to prepare at some level? I mean, you know. Yeah, I was surprised by it. I was. I don't know how else to to answer that other than yeah, I was surprised that he maybe, gave them. Maybe just have filled every day, or 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 just some kind of some kind of drills, or just some kind of game plan preparation, right? But I think a week well, off is. You don't earn a week off when you're 500, to me. Right. No, one of the things that we 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 talk about all the time is the way he handles personnel, and uh, we both think that he handles it very poorly, especially to the star players and that. So the one thing that I will say on that is I kind of think that maybe um, that was his way of trying to take a different approach with this team. Because uh, maybe there's a lot going on inside that locker room uh, and the dissension and whatnot that he feels like he needs to, you know, just kind of get them on his side and, and maybe play play nice, if you will. So, I, although I was very surprised by it, I can't really tell you how it's gonna how it's gonna factor out. It might be a positive. It may be a positive, and this team might get more unified, and you might see a different team for the last six games, which I'm hoping for. It could have, a, 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 you know, a more of a deterioration de- de- effect, and you may see this the same that you've been seeing, and uh, you know, just uh, you know, the, the, the same disarray Dolphins. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Um, it could go either way. But you don't like it, right? No, I don't. I don't. I, I don't think it's going to help. I think they're going to be stale. This could be, I think, Sunday. You know, not looking. You know, I, I don't have any lofty expectations for this one either. So I think it's a bad spot. Indianapolis is playing really well. You know, they are. We're but as well as they're playing right now, as well as they're yeah. playing right now, I'm going to tell you right now: if the Dolphins don't show up for this game, and they don't play well, I, I can almost go as far as to say if they don't win this game. I think they're in a lot more trouble than they, they than I had previously thought. Because as much, as well as they're playing right now, the Indianapolis Colts, they're still the Indianapolis Colts, and the, there's no reason why the Dolphins should not be able to go in there and compete at a high level with this team. And if they're not able to do that, then I don't think they're going to find it the rest of the season. I think that they're going to just spitter and spatter. And maybe get another victory here or there, but um, this is not a game that they can afford to to let go. I understand you go no, to Lambeau I, I Field, you're playing Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You know, we didn't yeah. expect them to win that game. Then they didn't, but we didn't expect it. But this is a game no. you, you really you have to you have to win this game. You have to find a way to to be in this game. If this game turns out to be another, you know. 28 to 12 in the fourth quarter, you're, you're, you're in trouble. You really are. Yep. You know, the tester for this team, and hopefully they can get it done. But uh, that's our show for this week, and we'll see you uh, next week, and hopefully the Miami Dolphins can find a way to, uh, to get it together. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. 
Headed out to my big two-wheeler. I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just roll that power on. an executive MBA at Georgetown isn't the path of least resistance, but it does come with the greatest reward. Benefit from our strong alumni network, renowned faculty, D.C. location, and global residencies. Get started at choosegeorgetown.com EMBA. When we take care of our own hearts, we're also taking care of the people closest to us. So it's comforting to know that RWJ Barnabas Health has New Jersey's most comprehensive cardiac care program with access to top specialists, minimally invasive heart surgery options, and rehabilitation and wellness programs. So get your heart checked. It's as easy as visiting rwjbh.org heart. RWJ Barnabas Health. Let's be healthy together.